Welcome back, friends, to another week of Conversations with Kelly. I'm your host, Jessica Kelly. Can you believe that we are already in March? Where is time going? Like, it is flying by so quickly. I just can't believe that we are already, like, into month three of the year. Like, it's insane. But I'm so happy that this episode is coming out on, you know, in the month of March, which is Women's Month, even though I think we should be celebrated 365 days a year, personal opinion. But I'm so excited to have this conversation with Lori Herrera. She is one of the hosts of It's Not That Deep, It's Deeper podcast, in which it's her and her sister Betsy. They go into full details of, you know, healing their relationship as sisters, as also going through breakthroughs and having these deep and meaningful conversations as a family. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. Go ahead and leave us a review, please. Leave us five stars, six if you can, or ten. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. It means the world to me. Without you guys, I wouldn't be able to share my story and just be vulnerable. So thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your home and your community. And without further ado, enjoy the episode. Talk to you soon. Just a lot. It was just, oh my God. It came to a point that I didn't even want to like get out of bed, honestly. Yeah, I was like, me personally, at least I was trying my best to like get into like this morning routine. I'm just like, no, like, okay, Laurie, like we have to like, you want to be the part, like you have to like, you got to live it already. So I'm just like, okay, like I got to wake up at 6 a.m. And like, there was like a week or like a two week remark where like I was waking up like at 6 a.m. And like getting up and going to the gym and starting my days early and getting things done. And then, like, out of nowhere, like, this is, like, when the shift I'm talking about it started happening. And it wasn't just me. Like, out of nowhere, like, the next week going in, like, going in, I was, I couldn't wake up. Like, I woke up, but I would go back to sleep. And then I would find myself, like, sleeping until, like, 1130, like, 12 in the afternoon. And I was just, like, oh, my God. Like, what are you doing? Like, I felt so bad about it. Like, I literally was beating myself up for it. And, like, every day that passed like it just seemed like I couldn't get up like at six like I kept hearing going like no tomorrow I'm gonna wake up tomorrow I'm gonna wake up at six I'm gonna do it I've done it before and then like for some reason I still had to wake up like at noon so like I think it was your body your body sleep. yeah your body needed that rest mm-hmm. your body needed that rest and that was the only yes. thing that was gonna happen yeah and you see and I wasn't looking at it from like that point of view I was literally like I, like and I think I talked about this in one of my TikToks too. Um, like I posted like a TikTok video where I was just like, I'm the type of person who kind of like focuses so much on like the goal and like the future. Like once I put my head to something, like I am obsessive over it. Like if I say I'm yeah. gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. I obsess over it. So literally, like me just not even like not even being able to wake up, like yeah, or just yeah. rushing that whole time. Like I was yeah. beating myself up for it so much. I was like 
you don't have it together. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, you don't have it together. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is not actions or steps to get us to like what we're, yeah. what our goal is or what we want for our future. Like, what are you doing? So like, instead, like I was just beating myself up for it so much that like, I was trying to be okay, but then that was taking a toll on me okay. Like knowing that I wasn't okay, mm. knowing that I wasn't feeling okay. Mm. But since I was trying so hard, like, no, no, sorry. like you can't think this way. Like you can't feel this way. Like remember, positive, positive, positive. Exactly, <laughs> then, exactly. Yeah. And then literally like, it just got to the point where like, I think I was just holding so much in. And I think I talked about this before where like, I have this really bad habit. I think a lot of us would probably have this really bad habit of like trying to always seem okay. And I could only imagine like, as a mother too like I'm not a mom but oh. I can imagine like as a mother too like oh my you're god trying to seem okay and like put together for like your kids and for like everyone else but oh my god honesty, yes yeah and then in all honesty we're not okay and then like I learned that I just had to feel like I literally like I just I got in my I think one day like I felt like I got in my car and I was going to the gym like going to the gym like two in the afternoon I was like whatever <laughs> at least I'm going just <laughs> like at least I'm going. That's all and it's like the worst. And it's like the worst time to go because it's like everybody is there, and you're like more self-conscious. You're just like, oh <laughs> yeah. my god, people are gonna look at me, and like it's one of the worst times. But that was the time that you needed to go to, you know? Yeah, like, that was no, the honestly, time that you needed. Yeah, literally, yeah. and like I kept telling myself, like I was like, no, like I used to tell myself, like I'm not a morning person. I was like, maybe I'm putting it too much in my head, and now my yeah. body's starting <laughs> to like think, oh, this is really who you are, and I was like, no. <laughs> So I had like a whole meltdown. I was going to the gym and like on my way, like literally like driving to the gym. I was like, sobbing. <laughs> I was sobbing. I got to the gym. I parked my car. I sobbed in my car for like another like 10 minutes. <laughs> and then like, as I was, cause like I go to the gym regularly. So like, I kind of like, you know, like the workers, like you can, you know, they know yeah. you already. They know the regulars. So like I had a, had a conversation like with one of the girls for like the first time, like uh, like a while, like a few days before that. And like yeah. we had a conversation about whatever shirt that I was wearing, blah blah blah. So like I walk in, she's the first person I see, and she did not tell me anything. I think she saw like my eyes, like yeah. goofy, yeah. like red. My nose is red. I tried to clean up before I went in, but I was like, you know what? Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. It is what it is. Like I got to the gym. That's what matters. I'm gonna go release all that I'm feeling here at the gym because it seems to help. Like. It like it was the only thing that I felt like I was holding on to that would like it felt like yeah. I kind of had a grip on. So, yeah, like, yeah. Even my even my sister told me she was like, "Dude, like no, like you get so like obsessive. Like why are you so obsessive? Like no, you don't understand. I was like, I need to feel like I have a hold on something, so I feel like I have like a grip, a somehow grip on my life. But mm-hmm. I think it's just like I said, it's, I think it's just the way like we perceived everything, like everything that I preach or like everything that I've learned like Mm -hmm. for some reason during those times there is times where it just gets hard because life is hard sometimes you know this reality definitely 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 so I just realized we just went in and didn't like do the intro so (laughs) (laughs) it's okay so thank you again for coming again to episode I can't believe I'm on episode seven of this podcast like like I love I, that for you. Good for you. I'm so happy thank for you. you. Thank <laughs> you. Like literally, like episode seven, and I just got an email last, well, early this morning that I hit like a milestone for the through the streaming app, like Anchor, that uh-huh. I've 
already had like five episodes, which is supposed to be seven, but I'm okay. And it's 19 downloads. Like that, that's huge. You know what I mean? Like that is, yeah. three followers on Spotify. Like it's, it's pretty big. It's pretty big for me. Cause for me no, to actually, it's... for me to actually come out and like, express myself like it's one thing that i express myself to my friends and tell them oh, like what am i feeling and at the end of the day but me to speak and like that strangers are gonna come up and like hear my story hear other stories and i'm just like i have no you know that's it like this is who i am like you'll hear things in the background you hear my kid coming in and saying hi like that's just who i am you know so yeah. Yeah, so thank you again. I love that. Of course. Thank you. Thank, I'm thank so you, happy so. with you. Yeah, like, that's a huge milestone. Like, I remember when I even had, like, I think when I finally got, like, three or four episodes out, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, it's happening. I was like, I know. I know. And it's like, when I took, like, that week off, because I was just going through so much, like, me again, mentally, I was mm -hmm. going through it, like. I was like, well, I'm going to lose everything like that I have. Like, I'm just, good. I'm not good enough. Like, I don't have a job now. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, oh my God, things are going good. I hate Christmas now because of Christmas. Like, I hate everything. Like, I hate people. I just hate everything. I was just going through it. Like, I was going through it, through it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this week to try to figure out what I want to do. And I can honestly tell you, all I did was go, because it was during, like, the Christmas break. Yeah. So what I did was just literally get up, cook, shower, right back to bed. Like, that was my whole thing. I needed to release it. I needed to just, like, get back to who I was. Like, I felt lost. I felt like, how am I supposed to be a good mom if I can't even, like, function? If I'm just angry, like I, I can't. So I took a week off and, you know, cried. Obviously I had to do mom stuff. So I had to do, a, you know, house chores and stuff like that, but it was hard. So it was hard. Yeah. It was hard. Well, I mean, like sometimes like you just have to do what you have to do just to like, even like just get by through the day. And like, I feel like it's, it's okay. Like I just, that's what I learned. Like because I'm pretty sure that same week that you were going through it, I think all of us, or at least majority of us, are going through it. Oh too, my god, because... it was so bad! It was so bad. Yeah, so that's it. When I like when I finally went back onto like our chat or like the community chat, and I was just like, <gasps> I was like, okay, thank God. I was like, I'm not the only one like losing no, my yeah. head or feel like my life is falling apart right now. Like, no, like this is it. And I think what I came down to the conclusion was that like, because the same thing, like my podcast, like I like I I. Like I said, I obsessed over like the goal and like the future. Yes. Like I'm just like, no, by this time, like I'm supposed to be here in my show. By this time I need to be here and there and blah blah blah. And like surprisingly, just within my show, I think because like I have so many like ideas and I have so many like creative ideas, I just wanna do it all. And like on top of that, like I have been having like I've had so many like setbacks too as well, where I had to take like long breaks from like doing or filming a show or doing a show and like it's either like something's going on in my life or like something happens in my sister's life and then like we're trying to figure it out on our own and then we're trying to figure it out together and then all these things all these things happen but what I came to the conclusion was that all these things that are like hap or that happen in our lives or all these hard times that we kind of go through 
I just learned to kind of like embrace them because I remember I'm like okay like this is what I asked for for like my podcast like my podcast I specifically focus on like trauma and rebuilding like broken relationships more specifically like me with my mother right so during these hard times where I was having these meltdowns I was having a lot of hard times with my mom like and I thought we had wow yes and I thought we had like kind of gone already like past it yeah it was like universe was like oh nope there's still these things like you still need to work on there's still these things that you guys need to like fix why because I'm the one that asked to rebuild relationships I remember like when I was manifesting my show I'm like okay like how am I supposed to like talk to people about rebuilding relationships and like traumas and stuff if I haven't like fully gone through it yet like I have to go through this shit first yes in order for me to tell this to people like to tell people my own experience and so that's what I got from I was just like okay okay I understand now I'm like I understand why all this is going on and it's true I think I finally like got to a point with my mom where like we haven't argued in like two like a month or two like I'm that's huge yes and like we haven't even been triggering each other like it's crazy like we just we're at this like final piece and like I feel like right now with a lot of people what I've noticed and like a lot of people we all talk about like you know healing ourselves and like self-care and like yeah you know focusing on ourselves which like it's great we are supposed to focus on ourselves and heal for ourselves but like I've heard stories where like and I think that's this is like with me in my head I question everything so like I I've heard that supposedly say that you choose your parents. They say before you come into this world. They say that's what I heard. That's what I heard. And I asked my daughter mm-hmm. that. I was like, did you choose me? She's like, yes. And I was like, why? She was like, I don't know. I just did. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, it's, but it's true because like, like, well, I mean, like, that's what they say. And I really do truly believe it. Where yeah. um, they say that like, you kids choose your parents, right? So, like, I think to my head, I'm like, okay, so, like, if me, before I came into this world, like, if I chose my parents, obviously, it was for a reason. Obviously, mm-hmm. I knew there was yeah. these lessons that I had to come here in order to learn. And not only learn, but I came in here not only to provide something for myself, but to provide something for them as well. Exactly. So is that? We don't know. That's the whole point of going through the journey, going through, like, the And you're getting and there, and you're getting there, and you're getting there. So tell me a mm-hmm. little bit, like, about the inspiration, yes, like, of starting a podcast with your sister. So let me just quickly introduce to you. So this is, thank yeah. you again um, for joining us and Conversations with Kelly, Episode 7. And mm-hmm. this is so amazing that I'm actually getting to talk to you because, you were the inspiration for me to start because when we were doing the community and um, we were working on, you know, your funnels and you yeah. did that, um, that selling on social, I was like, why can't I do that? Like what blocks are my, what is going on that I cannot figure out how to do a podcast and, you know, seeing so- selling on social, I was like, don't worry. I gave myself about six months and I'm going to figure this out. It happened less than six months. <laughs> it happened in less than six months. And I was like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out how everything is. And I'm going to just put myself out there. And so I thank you for that inspiration. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. So this is Lori, and she is all the way in California. Jealous. Jealous. (laughs) There's a whole storm going on right now, so it's not that great. Girl, it's like it's like thirty thirty degrees here, and like wind chill with like fifteen. No thanks. I take the rain. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and she is one half of the Las Sisters podcast, and you can find it on all streaming apps, including YouTube. So, with further ado, this is Lori. So, tell me about your story. Tell me about everything. Like, what inspired you on this podcast? Like, to start your own podcast? Oh my gosh! I think <laughs> now that I look back on it, I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like, this was definitely a journey. Um, so, let me just start from the beginning. I think like uh, of year like 2022, like literally the beginning of the year. Like, I think it was around like the single digits. I remember it was like either like the third or the fourth because I checked my, I had checked my phone. I was sitting in my car and I was just like, I have to do something different with my life. Like, I was mm. in this place where like. Even the year before that, I think like going into December, I was in like my nine to five job. I was like a manager for like a fast growing like restaurant industry, like a vegan restaurant. And okay, I was not happy. Like I was not happy at all. Like I was the manager, but it was just a lot of responsibility and a lot of workload they were giving me. And like, I feel like the pay was just like not adding up to the amount of work, the, re- the amount of responsibilities they were giving me. You know, like yeah. any typical story, like typical nine to five. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I was just like, I remember like telling myself, I was like, okay, Lori, like I've always had this feeling, even like when I was younger, I'm like, you, like you're meant to do something. What is it though? Like, what is it? I was in this yeah. kind of, like depressive state where I was like, I know I'm supposed to do something. I don't know what it is though, because everything in society, like what they say is like, for example, like doctors, lawyers, like what they show you in school, what you're supposed to be, like never kind of really like resonated with me. So I was yeah. like, what do I do? And then next, you know, social media. So I started listening to podcasts mm-hmm. and stuff. And one time I was in the gym and I came across Anita's podcast, which is the Manifesting Money podcast. And she's great. I know a lot of people probably know her. And I was in the gym and then I was listening to one podcast that she had with the shaman. And like, literally, like my mind was just like, like, it was almost like all these gates and doors opened to me. Where I was just like, anything is possible. Like, I know this, like anything is possible. Like, whatever I want to do, I just have to do it yeah so I was in my job and then I saw that Anita had like her three-day workshop course I joined it yeah once I did that I went into the academy so I basically invested in myself and I went into the academy going Good for the you academy, yeah it was a really big step it was actually one of the first or the second like first real thing that I did from or first investment I guess you can say that I did for myself and like my yeah. career wise and it was literally one of the first steps of me even opening up because me like just as like a Scorpio and like you see me now here talking but even before then like regardless of my sign being a Scorpio like I'm very like closed off very like mysterious yes. like I don't yeah. let a lot of people like in I'm very in. Mm. and very selective and I don't like people knowing my business like <laughs> like that's just how I was you're and- describing my mother to the T yes she's a Scorpio she's like whatever happens at home stays at home nobody gotta know that's it yeah (laughs) exactly and then I was uncomfortable like you know expressing like my own struggles and like my own emotions like my dreams I was like oh people like people don't think the same way I do like you know but then when I found the community I was like oh my god like okay like we're all the same page it just Mm -hmm. gave me that like that comforting and that safety of reassurance 
yeah yeah being who I really am authentically so going into her academy like I was really like I was going through like you know the mindset you know changing the mindset and how like manifesting money but also like manifesting your dreams so I started practicing all these things that Anita teaches in her in her academy and then within those times I remember like in my head there was a lot of things that kept like kind of giving me hints I guess you can say where it was Mm. just like um like blog like first I was thinking blog I was like okay blog blog blog. yeah and then like as I was more in tune with Anita and the more I spoke because we have one-on-one calls during her academy like every oh okay yeah yeah the more I spoke the more I realized that people actually were interested and liked to hear what I had to say like there was a lot of people yeah then there was a lot of people who can relate to me because I feel like once people get to know me I'm just very like straightforward and blunt like I just been like you know I have a meltdown like I'll go with my friends and be like oh how you been I'm like I had like five meltdowns this week but we're okay now like you know we're here over that but and like with my sister I think my sister like as I was going through this journey through the, the academy with Anita a lot of things started come like started to resurface which is like my relationship with my sister so my okay. relationship with my sister um I talk about I talk about this um sometimes where me and my sister growing up like we're five years apart so oh we, wow I didn't know yeah. that you I guys know, are not, so like like twins I would have never known know. that <laughs> I know we get that a lot people are like you guys do not look like five years apart you guys basically look like twins I'm like exactly yeah <laughs> yeah and you're <laughs> old you're older right I'm the oldest, yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm seven years older than my sister, so I get it. Oh. I get it. I get yeah. it. Then, like, I feel like <clears throat> as an older sister, the role is, like, different, you know? Like, you're the oldest sister, so then once your youngest sibling, especially if it's, like, five years apart, and, like, one thing I remember, like, growing up, my mom would always tell me, like, and I, I feel like the way, the reason behind the way me and my sister kind of had our relationship, and it's not to blame, like, I've moved past it. It's not, like, to blame my parents. Like, I understand, like, it's not their fault. They didn't know any better. But it was, like, whatever trauma, like, I had against me, and, like, I would see that, obviously, my parents were trying to do better for my sister, you know, trying mm-hmm. to make the most mistakes and do better for her, obviously, because that's the right thing to do. Exactly. But, yeah, like, you know, me as a kid, like, growing up, the only thing I kept focusing on was, like, okay, like, what the hell? So you could do that for her, but, like, what about me? Exactly, like, what exactly, exactly. Yeah, like, what happened when that happened to me? Like, oh, if that were me in that situation, it would have been something completely different. Totally different. Mm-hmm. And then my mom used to tell me a lot of times, she's like, no, like, you guys are about the same age. Like, you know, you're older, she's younger. And I used to get so upset. You'd be like, no, that doesn't matter. Like, what do you mean? Like, no. And yeah, like, yeah. And so, like, I growing up, like, I had, I held like a lot of like resentment towards my sister because of like some way deeper traumas I had when I was younger, like because of my mom. But because of that, I reflected my own hurt and like my own trauma onto my sister. And my okay. sister, like, you knowing like little sisters, because that's what my sister was. There's a little sister. She just always wanted to be with me. She always wanted to hang out yes. with me. Yeah, she just always looked up to me, and she was always like, "Oh, my sister, my sister, this, my sister, that," and she mm. just basically looked at me like her like idol and role model, and like I was kind of just like you know an asshole, and I was just like, no, "Yeah, get away from me!" Like, no, you can't come with me. Like, I just I just didn't want her around because she was younger, you know, 
younger yeah. older siblings and I just felt like more as if like I had I didn't see her like as a younger sister I saw more of like this responsibility like a carry-on like to me oh, as well. okay you know because growing up I'm pretty sure in like a lot of Hispanic communities like you know your parents work a lot yes right? a lot so like I remember me like growing up um there was like this phase in our in this phase in our childhood where I forgot what grade I was in. I think I could have been like in third grade, easily, like third grade. And my sister was going like to preschool. My sister was going to no way. I was like in fourth, fifth grade, like third, fourth, fifth grade. My sister was like starting to go to preschool or something like that. Mm. And I remember like my mom in the morning, she would leave early, early in the morning to go to work. My dad would too, like five in the morning. So in the mornings, it would be my responsibility. I would have to wake up. So in my responsibility to wake up on time, get myself ready get my little sister ready so get my sister wow. ready for school and um basically like I had a neighbor who um they would we would go to the same elementary school so mm. they, she would give us like carpool rides so I would have make sure that I would have to be ready and she would have to be ready and get her ready for school make sure she brush her teeth and everything and be set to like lead to school together and I remember there'd be times where like she was very like picky about like with her clothes about like how yeah. she felt she was comfortable yeah. with her clothes like she would throw kind of like tantrums of like, yeah, I don't want to wear those jeans, you know, like, and like a little kid would, like a, like yeah, a baby, yeah. with a toddler, exactly. like any toddler exactly. would. So, you know, me as like, I was like, I don't know, I was probably like 11, 12, <laughs> like somewhere around, like, yeah, like 11, 12, yeah. like having to deal with that, like, it, made, it like forces you to kind of like grow, grow up, up and like be independent and like be responsible kind of on your own without having to depend on your, like your parents. Yeah. And without me wanting to, like I said, like that just kind of added on to like the res- not the resentment, but kind of just like what she, what we learned and what she told me. She's like, I just felt like you never, when we were healing our relationship, she was like, I felt like you never actually treated me like a younger sister. And I was like, really? She was like, yeah. She was like, I used to see you be so nice and like treat other people as if you were their older sibling because you are an older sibling. She's like, but I never felt like you actually treated me like a young wow and I was like you know that the funny thing is that my sister said the same thing to me she said you're so much nicer to everyone else but me and I was like sorry (laughs) yeah I mean I mean like I don't know like it just it just all goes into hand where and I told her I was like yeah you know what like you're right like I am like I'm not like that nice to you and I'm like and I think about it, I was like, it's not that I don't, it's not like, I, you don't, you know, you don't want to be mean. Like, you know, someone truly within themselves, they don't actually want to be mean or like, you know, an asshole to their own sibling, you know, but you can't understand it at that age, what it is that, that feeling like that resentment or that the frustration, the anger where I really exactly. had to be even towards her because it wasn't her it was fault. It's just the like, situation. It's just the mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. It was and just like, the situation. And, like, I think when I was healing my relationship with my mother, too, with my trauma, like, I had this, like, I was went through a space where I was just, like, blaming her. I was like, why did you do this? Like, why did you put me in this situation? Like, why did this, why did that? And then she would just be like, I am sorry. Like, it, like I did, she's like, there was nothing else for me to do. It was the only solution, like, they had at the moment. The only way they knew how to survive and do at the moment. And, like, I kind of had to come with, like, like with I had to talk to myself and just be like no like they're right it's nobody's 
fault. Fault, the yeah. The point that we're here is because each generation and your kids are supposed to be better than you. And I think about yeah. it, I'm like, yeah, like, my parents are 100% better parents than their parents were. Because, like, I hear mm. the parents, I hear their story and their trauma, and I'm like, no wonder you guys came out like this, you know? But yeah, the same thing, yeah. Like, we're expected to be better parents than our parents. And this is my grandparents. And my grandparents are better parents than their parents. And it's just a cycle. Like the whole point is for us to get better. And I feel like just even us, the majority of us, like even being open to like mm-hmm. healing ourselves and healing that trauma, I definitely think it's like the first step because the whole, I feel like before I used to think that healing the trauma was just kind of like more for myself. But I yeah. think the more, like, I've gone through it, the more I've kind of just realized, like, no, like, healing this trauma and healing my trauma, it's the whole reason why I have to, like, rebuild these relationships. Because I always think about it, I'm like, I know it's not just me. And there's a lot of other people out there who, deep down, they really do want a healthy relationship with their siblings or parents or whoever it is without having to feel triggered or upset or anger or resentment towards them. And it is possible like I've learned like I've lived the proof I'm like it's possible but it's a lot of work a lot of time a lot of tears and just patience that goes into it because I think with like the whole process with my mom it's been like three to almost four years since we've even been able to like actually heal like our relationship throughout the whole trauma yeah it's a process and then like with my sister and I love my sister so much and I think like the reason we even rebuilt our relationship has a lot to do with on her end because as a younger sibling she was always so loving and always so open yeah she was always just waiting for me with arms open for me to kind of just open up and kind of just give in and accept you know yeah yeah treat her as a sister so that was an easy transition just because like finally I kind of started understanding the things inside me internally so well having that relationship with my sister like also helped and I like to thank my boyfriend too because when he kind of came into the picture mm. I was still in that I think I was still young I was, I was like 19 and I was still like oh no like me and my sister don't hang out like that or I used to tell him like oh no me and my sister like don't have that relationship like you know like mm-hmm. we, we mm-hmm. share a room together but we don't have conversations like that or we don't talk about those things or yeah we don't yeah. get along like that and then he'd be like what the heck like why he's like that's your sister like you know so he started like inviting her on like places that we would go hang out or places where we would go he'd be like you know bring your sister bring your sister and she would come along and just me having just that time to hang out with my sister which I had never bothered to do before made me realize and learn like how cool and fun my sister actually was you know that's so so good yeah so I was just like oh my god like you know like my sister's a human being like my sister is not just my sister like she's a person she's funny she has a personality and I just never really bothered to give her like the time of day because of like my own personal like internal like traumas and you know problems but you like it's like I said it's possible to move past it and it's possible to have healthy relationships with people that you feel like you have a broken relationship it's just a lot of time and a lot of patience and I could just tell you from my own experience because I have been through a lot (laughs) a lot but I feel like it's totally worth it it's totally worth like the relationship and the peace that I am in right now with like not only my sister well with my mother but my sister I feel like we're always good there's just times where I think we have like a mutual understanding where like 
something's going on in her life and then mm. something's going on in my life it's kind of like okay I'm feeling this type of way and I don't want to reflect this on you so let me try to deal with this kind of on my own before yeah, I actually yeah. you know put that on you so that's and some the same thing like when I was going through it my sister was going through it too sometimes like now I'm okay my sister seems to be going through some things right now and I'm like perfectly understand this is which is like one of the reasons she's actually like not here right now it's because she's dealing with some things like you know internally yeah internally within herself too and like I feel like sometimes I had to remember that too because my sister carries herself very like maturely and she carries herself like as if she was older a lot of people don't think she's older so I forget sometimes that she's even like 19 like sometimes your I sister's like... only 19 mm-hmm. oh my I know, god right? i would have never guessed it i know wow. and a lot of people don't see her like as a 19 year old and i get no. it because she carries herself a lot more she's maturely. so mature she is so mature yeah wow. but i feel like sometimes i just forget that she is 19 and so the same amount of pressure that sometimes I put on myself, I feel like without me realizing sometimes, I, you know, we, not only me, but like my parents, we can put that amount, that same amount of pressure like on her. Yeah. Just yeah. because we do forget she's 19 and because she, she carries yeah. herself so maturely and she has these big dreams and she has these big ideas. Like she wants to start her own boutique and she's like working on her LLC. Yeah. Like she has all these great, amazing dreams for herself. And so, like, I tell him, like, oh, like, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to make sure you're focusing on this and focusing on that. And then, like, some, like, I think it wasn't until recently, like, I had to, like, we had, like, uh, miscommunication. And yeah. it wasn't until, like, you know, we, me and my sister have learned that, like, when we have miscommunications to kind of, like, give each other space and kind of see yes. ourselves. And, not and that's hard. Like, and yes. that's hard. That's, like, mm-hmm. hard because we're so used to, at least in the Latin community, of gun ho, mm-hmm. no, we're gonna talk this through. We're gonna talk, 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 but then we don't realize that we're causing a bigger issue because we are gonna speak on emotions and like just out of anger and not exactly how we feel. Like we're not gonna be thinking with, you know, or speaking from the heart. We're gonna be speaking from the head because we're thinking, listen, leave me the hell alone. I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't fucking want to see you right now. Leave me the fuck, you know, we're going to speak that. So I commend you for like, even, you know, taking that initiative of knowing like, wait, we need space. Like, let me figure out my life and then we can go and like hold space for this conversation. For sure. And it was like not an easy process because before I was not the type of person to like, kind of like take a step back and just, you know, think about it, reflect on what I'm feeling before I say anything or get like I'm a very like impulsive person. Like I really reacted a lot based off of my emotions. Like the minute I was feeling something, I was like boom boom like I'm yelling, I'm saying what I feel. Like I Wow, wasn't that episode amazing? We got so many insights and so many gems from Lori that there was not enough time to post the entire conversation but guess what i am so excited that i can't even like hardly speak but i started a subscribers only um kind of like you would say kind of like a patreon 
if I can even say that name here, but it's kind of like that, like subscribers only. So if you're interested in listening to the part two of this episode, I'm going to leave the link in the show notes so you can go and listen to the rest of the conversation. And I guarantee it, you're going to be floored by the amount of information that Lori gives us and like insights on how she can is continuing to heal her relationship with her family and just be a better woman for her own self for her own growth it's it's so amazing to see and hear how much she has grown in the last year that I've known her it's so amazing it's so comforting to know that I can call her a friend you know even though she's all the way in California we are easily you know a text away a call away so thank you again Lori for being a part of this community and just opening yourself up and letting people know who you are and your story and don't forget to click the show notes to get all the information on how to get in contact with Lori and again we are so grateful to have you here as part of La Familia and this episode I forgot to say this again this is so embarrassing but this episode is sponsored again by Nopalera and what is Nopalera you might ask Nopalera was founded to elevate and celebrate Latina culture they're committed to making high-end products with clean ingredients and celebrating natural beauty and resilience wherever we find it thank you so much Nopalera for joining me in my mission to start uncomfortable conversations and just build from it and grow from it and again thank you again friends for being part of this conversation and i'll talk to you soon Thank you.